Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's update, Pastor J.D. takes time to read through headlines related to COVID vaccination information. Media is very one-sided on the facts it shares related to how the vaccine is the answer to all of our problems and safe for everyone. Well, there are plenty of articles saying otherwise. You really need to be fully informed. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on June 6th, 2021. I know God promises to provide my every need, but the rent's due and I don't have it. Your butt is in the wrong spot. You'll forgive me again for saying it like that, but I think you get the point, right? Here's what you should say instead. You know, the rent's due, and I don't have it. But God promises that no matter what, he will always provide. Well, we've got a but here. It's in the form of, as some of your translations render it, nevertheless. The people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there, the Amalekites, dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb, verse 30, quieted the people before Moses. Oh, I would have loved to have been a fly on a camel to see this. This is Caleb we're talking about. Mighty man, stop talking. Shut your mouth. Be silent. Do not speak anymore. He said this, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But... The man who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel, listen, a bad report, 
a wrong report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anna came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. Hmm. Let me see if I've got this straight. There's some big giants in there. Yeah. Isn't your God bigger? And, and, and by the way, I just have a, a, one more question. Not of you, I'm asking them. Are you calling God a liar? Because see, God promised you this land, that He was going to give you this land, and that you would take this land, take possession of this land, and that you would overcome whoever or whatever is in this land that I promised you. So you're saying that God's not being truthful? Hmm. When you get to Numbers 14, beginning in verse 36, we have God's response to this. We're told now, the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land, those very men who brought, listen to this, the evil report. So first it's the bad report, now it's an evil report about the land, listen to this, died. How? <laughs> By the plague before the Lord. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Actually, um, it's kind of ironic too, because their fear overtook them, and cause them to falsely accuse God of wanting to kill them. In fact, if you're interested, you can go to Numbers 13 and Numbers 14 and read the account. It's, it's chilling. I'll just warn you in advance. It was so bad that they actually wanted to elect a president. You'll forgive me for using that uh, phraseology, <laughs> to take them back to Egypt. What? Because they, in their unbelief, believed that they would die if they were to take possession of this land. Isn't that ironic? 
And they even complained and murmured about, what about our children? Our our children are going to die. And God says, well, actually, you know what? Your children aren't going to die. You are. Anyone under the age of 20 is going to go into the promised land. But this generation will not. And then verse 38, we're told, But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, remained alive of the men who went to spy out the land. This brings me to the aforementioned addressing of this fear of the unknown, which I'd like to expound on for the remainder of our time together today. I think if we're honest with ourselves, we would have to admit that we're all prone to fear the unknown, especially in a day when, and at a time, when there are so many unknowns. One of the biggest unknowns is why some who've taken the jab get very sick, or worse yet, die, while others have had no reactions at all. Another big unknown is this matter of transmission from those who have taken the jab to those close in proximity who refuse to. This is a big issue and a big unknown. Yet another very big unknown is the long-term adverse effects of those who have been given the jab. Now I realize this can seem cliche, but the fact is that we don't know what the future holds, but we do know who holds the future. And God, who holds the future, has told us in His Word what the future holds at the time of the end vis-a-vis Bible prophecy. I want to take it a step further and suggest that this fear of the unknown can actually be a good thing, because it can be the very thing that brings people to the Lord, as I believe it is even now doing. These unknowns are seemingly getting worse with each passing day, and perhaps that's what it's going to take. And by that I mean as more and more people know about the adverse effects from the jab, it can have the much-needed effect of leading more and more people to know about Jesus. Again, as I believe with all my heart, it is even now doing. One need look no further than to just the headlines to realize that there are serious adverse effects from this so-called vaccine, which is not a vaccine, it is an operating system. If this weren't bad enough, said headlines 
also point to this massive push to jab everyone, young and old alike. What follows are just 25 such headlines from just the last couple of weeks. And I want to read them, and I'll do so quickly. But if this trend continues, then this is only the tip of the proverbial iceberg. Number one. OSHA says employers who mandate the COVID vaccine won't have to report its adverse effects. Two, OSHA backtracks won't hold employers requiring COVID shot liable for workers' vaccine injuries. Three, No parental consent needed for COVID-19 vaccine, says Philly Health Department. I want to come back to that one. Number four, Moderna warns new waves of COVID-19 are coming. Moderna, modify RNA, Moderna. That's what the name means. Five, CDC looks into a possible connection between the COVID-19 vaccine and a heart problem in young people. Six, EU regulator green lights Pfizer vaccine for 12 to 15 year olds. Seven, Employers can require COVID-19 vaccine under federal law, new guidance states. Eight, BC doctors stripped of ER shifts after raising COVID vaccine side effect concerns. Nine, you might have heard about this one. BBC presenter Lisa Shaw died after suffering blood clots following COVID jab, say family. Ten, it was devastating. Oregon woman reports multiple blood clots after Johnson & Johnson shot. Eleven, Israel to rule on adolescent vaccinations linked to heart inflammation next week. Adolescents, 12. Over 10,000 Americans got COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated, CDC says, and actual count could be way higher 13. Anti-vaccine conspiracy theorists are blaming vaccinated people for shedding virus in their presence. Hmm. 14. Belgium halts J&J COVID vaccine for under 41s after one dies. 
15. To beat side effects, Israel considers giving teens just one COVID vaccine dose. 16. Dr. Zelenko calls child vaccine mandate coercive human experimentation crimes against humanity. 17. This is interesting. Here is why hashtag arrest Bill Gates is trending in India. We've talked about this. Again, these are just the headlines. Oh my goodness. You know, I actually started out thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to quote some of these uh, reports. And then I thought, by the time I'm done, we will, well, the rapture will happen before I get through all of them. So (laughs) these are all headlines. 18. Despite vaccines, nursing homes struggle with outbreaks. (laughs) 19. Israel reports link between Pfizer's second shot and heart problems in males under 30. 20. Some countries with the highest vaccination rates are facing a surge in COVID deaths and infections the highest vaccination rates. 21. Concerns rise over Chinese vaccine adverse effects. 22. Post-vaccination hearing loss reported in China. 23. Thousands under lockdown amid reports of adverse vaccine reactions in China. 24. Some 2,000 people had severe adverse reactions to Pfizer-Moderna vaccine. 25. Israeli study shows a majority of those vaccinated can be infected by SARS-CoV-2 after the first shot. You'll forgive me for drawing this comparison, but to me, those who are sounding this alarm about what's really going on. They are the Joshua's and Caleb's of today. Conversely, those with the bad, evil, wrong report are like the ten leaders who spread the virus of fear throughout the entire camp of the Israelites. You know what's interesting? I was thinking about this. You got these 12 leaders of these 12 tribes of Israel. They spent 40 days in the land. 
they all saw the same exact thing. All 12 of them. But out of the 12, there were only two. Talk about a minority. Joshua and Caleb. Who despite what they saw, believed. And they took a stand. And they took God at His word. But here's the thing. You want to talk about going against the crowd? You know, at first it's two against ten. But it wouldn't be long before it became two against over 600,000. You do the math. They were the only two. That's what fear does. So all they had to hear was this report from the ten, and it spread. Hey, do you hear hear what they, they said about the land? No, yeah, no, wait, wait. We better take the jab. Can you connect those dots? Why? Well, I, I don't, I don't want to die. So <laughs> that's what fear does, doesn't it? Where are the Joshua's and the Caleb's who believe and have the faith unflinching in their fearlessness? This is what I mean by the prophet Jeremiah. I find it very interesting that God would say to him, you you do not be afraid of them. You do not be in fear of them. You're going to tell them what I'm going to put in your mouth, the words to speak to them. And it's not going to be what they want to hear but you're going to speak it anyway. And don't be afraid about what they say when you do. Because if you fear man, then I will make you fear them, and that's the trap. No, you fear me, the fear of the Lord. To fear man is a trap. And this is what I mean by fearlessly addressing this evil vaccination push and going against the crowd. I've lost a lot of friends. Of course, that presupposes I had friends to begin with, but (laughs) I do still have some friends. You know, oftentimes I... (laughs) I think it would just be so much easier were I to just go along to get along, and but I cannot. I fear the Lord, man. I don't fear man, man. <laughs> the Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. 
Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.